Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. Turn on the lights and then you turn on your red LED lights. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't vacuum in the dark because it's red. Are you supposed to see anything? You think you're real funny, don't you? I know I'm funny, and I know you're in the dark right there. You're wearing a UFC shirt with the red backlit. You do look like you're in like some sort of Sith like chain. For real, what it is? Crazy. You put these in? Like, why'd you? What's? They, they changed a bunch of colors, right? Like, what what colors? Yeah. Do you... Okay. I was cycling through them, and I thought red looked funny. And when... I, like, I like red. You can do red. red is uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got here. What other colors do you have? Oh, you have apparently red. that's orange. Apparently that's, that, that's that's definitely yellow. That's white. It looks like to me. That's definitely blue. I mean, we're not on it's here. Cool. It's yeah. lights, back lights. You can just change it periodically. But mm-hmm. oh my god, the purple. Do the purple. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't, even, I didn't even realize the game football starts on Thursday. I didn't even realize. Yep. And Hall of Fame game Thursday, if I read correctly. I probably misread, honestly. Let me let me double check. Let me fact check myself here. No, you're right. No, it's 8 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, August 3rd. Oh, New yeah. York Jets will play the Cleveland Browns. The what a Browns. Game. The Browns? I guess this is about the time I call my Oracle for fantasy. I need to figure out what's going on. Oh, yeah. I bet. Um, even though you're trying to alley-oop that to me, I'll, I'll be nice today and just <laughs> lay it up. <laughs> but I feel like the uh, Hall of Fame game is top three most anticipated football game of the season. What are the other two in that list? Super Bowl opening day. I was gonna I was gonna say is like I mean most anticipated though, it's like again, you had to tell me about the Hall of Fame game because you're saying that like they come in for the starters come in for like a series, so we're not even I mean Aaron Rodgers might take a couple snaps. So if it's that. football, dude, it's fucking football it's it's the game that signals the turn of the season the turn of the like fall there's winter spring summer and it's just football true and when this hall of fame game airs thursday 8 p.m eastern time that will signal like all us males watching it will automatically almost near synchronize flip a switch like we will go into all right it's football season it's football time dude i think an easier question is like the top three moments in football season for me like i think number one or not even number one but in the top three what actually turns my gears to get football in gear for me is uh, when I draft my fantasy team, that's got to be the start of it all. 
is drafting that is like okay we're we're in this for real like we're we're starting really really maybe, that, maybe that's your issue on why you keep losing see you're you're behind by the time drafting starts the season's about to start you're late you're drafted the wrong people bud i mean I drafted do some scout last year beat your team did you though i did we're not going to get into this, but that's when my last time I checked you football. ended ninth. Let's continue though. I digress. Yeah. Well, that's, that's when, um, that's when football starts for me is, I mean, like, cause it runs from now. I mean, when training camp is open and we've got all the stories going and I mean, I turn on any of the ESPN or, I mean, it's really just ESPN because Fox Sports is not really putting out anything right now. So I turn on ESPN and they're talking about, I mean, we could we could talk some of those topics, honestly, because I'm kind of interested to see, like, apparently Dak Prescott with the Cowboys, he's going to get more rain on the calls this year. We already know Mac, Mike McCarthy is calling all the plays. I mean, they had the discussion again. Is this, like, is this for real? Like, are they... Are they gonna do anything this year? Like, are we? Did you see the videos of Deuce Vaughn and how little he looks out there? I mean, that man is tiny. You haven't seen those videos? You gotta look at those videos. That man's five five. Do they really sit on national television and talk about if Dak Prescott is going to have more of the play calling reins? Yeah, that's what they talked about. That's that is. We're coming up. We're coming up. We're that close. is so sad, com- considering that there's still good sports out there. Like, I mean, the like, women's national uh, World Cup is going on right now. Uh, I don't even want. Don't even get me started on those damn U.S. women national. <laughs> Bro, how did they tie zero zero last night, bro? I don't know. How did they? Literally, I, 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 I got caught, bro. I got swept in. DraftKings had a special. You bet on the U.S. women's national team to win the World Cup. We'll give you a bonus bet dollar for every goal they score. And it's just like, dude, it's the U.S. women's national team, bro. They should put up like 50 <laughs> for the whole group stage. That's all four. I mean, it's four extra dollars that you didn't have, right? And the thing that I, I need to read the fine print next time. It can only be used to bet on U.S. women, the U.S. World Women's World Cup. That made it. I, I, I damn near threw my phone at the wall. I was like, that's not where did it say that? I didn't want it for to bet on World Cup. I'm There's so, other things I could say after that, but I'm not going to because then I'll end up like Caesar. I'm <laughs> I'm just shocked that you uh what what drew you in was not the fact that it's the World Cup and then we have a, a pretty solid women's team, but the fact that there was a DraftKings special and that's that's what drew you into to watching the World Cup was I didn't, I didn't even watch it, bro. First of all, it would I would probably actually watch it if it came on at a normal hour. And it's like 3 a.m., bud. Mm-mm. You ain't catch me losing sleep over friggin'. I'll find out the results the next morning, like when I wake up. 
no need for all that. But I mean, well, sport, I mean, I'm not sure there's many sporting events I'd watch at 3 a.m. To be honest, like the Super Bowl was at 3 a.m. I mean, that'd probably be the only one I would watch. If if you ever meet a British UFC fan, they are a hardcore UFC fan. Why do you say that? Because you know the pay per views catered to our time zone. So that means it when the main card comes on the pay per views, it's broadcasting in England like at three AM, four AM. They could just record it and watch it the next day. But I guess they should probably do it over there. What's the fun in that? Because if obviously if you're a hardcore, you're gonna go on the Twitter, you got you it's gonna be it's gonna somehow pop up and spoil if you're a hardcore bro. It's not it's not like a like a baseball game or something where like, you know, there's 12 other baseball games going on to clutter the news and that, you know, your team might not even make any news. So you can like, who really cares? I'm going to say, Hey hey man, Hey man, chill, bro. Chill. The baseball, I'm coming around on baseball, bro. I like Tell baseball. You. Baseball's better this season, dude. The changes they made made it watchable. It pitch clock, yes. Made it watchable, that's for sure. But, but I mean, still, they've got 160 plus games. I mean, that's, that's a little bit much, yeah. man. Like we're talking about reducing the NBA season because there's too much going on. Like, let's talk about baseball. I just, I just don't get why you know first take doesn't talk about more than just football and that's somewhat perfect. basketball. Like, why don't they talk about baseball a little bit more? I mean, Jesus. No baseball. Well, he needs to diversify his portfolio. Good luck telling him that. Like, why aren't they? They could be talking UFC too. Dude, July, we just had back to back, just banger 10 out of 10, 12 out of 10 cards. They could be talking about that, but no, because Stephen A looks like a dummy every time he he looks like a dummy every time he talks about MMA. It's actually kind of like a nice hobby of mine. I like when uh, DC or one of them go on first take. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I gotta watch this. Let's see what Stephen A asked. Some dumb. I mean, he got into it with Joe Rogan like what a couple of years ago about it, saying oh when he. Yeah, when he, yeah, that's the thing about MMA fans. They don't like phonies. You can't, like Stephen A, if you're going to, I know, and it seems like, oh, he's a big personality, like a very famous person. Don't you think if you get him talking about the sport, more people will come on to it? Yes. But at the same time as like, when you're a fan, you're just like, God, shut up, dude. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, it's just, I guess, because it's so, really, you can't generalize, like, when you talk about fighters and whatnot, like you do football, basketball, baseball. Like, it could be some dude you really don't, you know, some basketball player you don't really know or you heard their name. You kind of know what they could do well. So you could like, oh, yeah, he could. He has a good shot, a uh, good good jumper, and um, 
the playmate, you know, you could get away with that shit by I saying know. general. Yeah, exactly. We look, we have a sports podcast. We do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, we do it all the time. I think anybody with a podcast, to be honest, like I think you get away with so much stuff. Like people like love to nitpick on podcasters for certain things they're talking about or certain topics, sports, whatever. And I think it's just utterly ridiculous to expect us because we're in that position to know everything we're talking about. Like, it's just, it's kind of like at a certain point, if I only talked about what I knew 100% to a T about, we'd run out of stuff to talk about because like, that's, you got to have like an element of bullshit involved. Like you have to kind of like make your way around it. That's just how it is. You know, yeah. <laughs> cross analyze Kyrie Irving's handles versus Damian Lillard's. Like, I'll just tell you, they're both great handles. I can't yeah. tell you the difference. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, the thing is, you can't, you can't, like, you're saying, like we were saying, you can do that in sports, but not MMA. You can't, when you're talking about fighters, like, they did one, DC went on there for, um, before, 291 this past weekend and you know Stephen a started asking questions i was like all right let's see what i know this motherfucker does not all he knows about dustin is that he knocked out conor mcgregor mcgregor and beat him twice so i was like all right how's he gonna bring that up it and it's funny every mma conversation he always like that he he's so good at it too he, he does it pretty smooth i'll give him credit for that but diverts it to uh john jones conversation or conor mcgregor conversation because those are the two guys he knows mm. but yeah he was talking about justin Poirier and justin gaethje talking about um justin gaethje and his jujitsu and it's funny hearing him say jujitsu the word jujitsu um his jujitsu and how gaethje doesn't want any part of that da 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 and i'm just like bro what do you what are you talking about? Did somebody just tell you that in Dustin's last fight, he submitted Michael Chandler. So he's a jujitsu specialist and Gagey hasn't submitted anybody. So he doesn't want any part of that. Like that. And I get where he was coming from because he was trying to just generalize it and hope that, you know, it was good enough to, you know, to slide on by, but you can't, just say that because there, there's so many levels in that you can't just say his jujitsu is good. It's like, yeah, his jujitsu is good. You get, but get him against Charles Oliveira. His jujitsu ain't shit. Like it's just the different amounts of levels. And also it was just like bad. Cause everybody knew Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje were going to stand and bang. They weren't, they don't like, they don't like going to the ground. They don't want to grapple. They just want to stand and bang. So is he the the probably the biggest clown mainstream media guy that people in the MMA community look at and just kind of shake their head, or is there some, is there other people? That uh, he, he, I think it's just him because he's the biggest one. I mean, I feel like everybody else has kind of waited, so that way they know what they're talking about before they actually start talking about it apparently uh dc said something about colin coward's been at the last four ufc events i was like colin coward really like he's like he just slipped it in like colin coward's been at the last four 
UFC events. Isn't that crazy? And then he just kept talking about something else. I was like, Colin Coward. Colin Coward is a master of like, of like drawing parallels between two things that are so obscure and not related. (laughs) I'll say Baker Mayfield throws a ball. Like, have you ever pushed a, uh, a baby down a street and the wheel doesn't work and you're trying to go straight, but it's going right instead it's kind of like how Baker Mayfield throws a football. You ever ridden a bike and one of the tires is just a little flat and it doesn't go as fast as it possibly could? That's kind of like Lamar Jackson running. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Dude, he's so masterful with it, though, because he'll find, like, d- he won't go off the deep end, but he'll, like, tippy toe on the edge of the cliff of like okay what the fuck is he talking about and then it'll bring it all the way back you're like this makes no sense but i guess it makes sense <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, uh, whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> but seriously yeah. Like, am I wrong like, he has the most ridiculous comparisons yeah no he sometimes half the time i don't even know what he's talking about i'm like what are you even saying what is this like poetic stylings are you doing here on this My daughter went to prom last weekend and when the boy showed up at the door and he took her off to prom and rode in the car aaron rogers <laughs> it's like what are you talking about <laughs> straight up he Wait, does hold that up. So didn't didn't his, didn't his, trey lance date his daughter i don't know i have no idea but he does shit like that that is I mean, that's pretty spot on impression, honestly. Like he does. I haven't watched him in uh, probably over a year, but he's yeah. It just drove have me. You, have you seen Colin Coward's daughter? No. Oh. Oh. So um up next on uh Oh. <laughs> up next on David getting in trouble once again. Um but yeah that him and trey or her and trey lance dated oh they're now dating colin coward calls out trey lance over strip club video november 8 2022 that is hilarious could you imagine being a pro sports commentator and then your daughter starts dating a pro sports athlete that isn't necessarily like a top tier guy. So you have full reign to just criticize the shit out of him nonstop. I mean, the balls on Trey Lance to go after Colin Coward or like, it'd be like dating Stephen A's daughter. Like, could you imagine, dude? That would be insane. Like just a mid-tier player. Wow. That's that's crazy. I think he's special coward said of Lance. By the way, I'm not going to lie. He was at my house 24 hours ago. 24 hours ago. <laughs> that's that's insane, dude. Yeah, wow. Good for Trey Lance. Good yeah. Coward. Daughter's dating a mid-tier NFL quarterback. Hey, 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 he still hasn't had a chance to prove himself, bro. He's 
solid backup fantasy quarterback. He solid. played like one game, dude. Solid backup fantasy quarterback. That's what I'm saying. If it's between him and Baker Mayfield, I'm probably taking Baker Mayfield, honestly, even after those videos of him missing all of his receivers. <laughs> oh, man. It's football season again. It is. See, told you. I told you. Hall of Fame game. We're getting there, dude. We are we are certainly arriving. Let's talk this. Uh, Jonathan Taylor wants out of Indianapolis. Did you see this? And Jim Ursay says, hell nah. <laughs> We're not getting rid of this guy. He is all we have to sell tickets is Jonathan Taylor. Well, now they have Andy Richardson, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. If he wants gone, let him go. Y'all ain't win. Minneapolis ain't winning anytime soon. We all know the running back is a, you know, position that doesn't last very long. Um, you know, get as much as you can, bro. I mean, that's a no. That was the before last year. What was it? The twenty twenty one. Number one fantasy running back. You ain't, you ain't giving that up for it. Yeah, but what was he last year? Hmm? Oh, I'm a How many people took him first overall and were thoroughly disappointed? Not me. It's like when I took Christian McCaffrey and he got injured in the third game and I was so upset. The data said it was coming, bro. Should have read the data. Should have read the data. I didn't. Or some, sometimes... They leak the script. Mm. You drafted Anthony Richardson this year? Mm, why would I reveal my draft strategy to you? Because it's August, and we don't even remember what we talked about last episode? Uh, No, I will not be drafting Anthony Richardson. Cool. I'll be drafting him. You ever draft players just to watch the games? Just have like an interest in the games, or is that where you like you supplant your betting addiction for you? Just like I'm just gonna bet on this game so it's more interesting, so I can actually watch it. Is that like maybe that's why I should get into sports betting? Because then like I don't have to draft shitty players. So that's what I've been doing all these years. I've been drafting shitty players and losing, but I enjoy watching the games because my shitty players are on shitty teams. I revealed uh. my strategy. So now you know why I drafted Lamar Jackson the last like four years in a row. It all makes sense though. It really does. That's right. I'm always thinking, bro. I got a strategy. I mean, I don't know if it's any better. You have a strategy of losing, but nonetheless, I I, I see it. I get where you're coming from. But yeah, you got to break through that, man. You got to come on, dude. You drafted CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud, no, bro. I don't need to draft CJ Stroud to watch the Houston Texans. I'm just saying he could be. I'm gonna have four games on at one time. Mm. Four games on. Mm. I don't need. I don't just watch one. I got four on. One time. Four. One. Damn, September seventh, bro. How many weeks is that? We're. We're coming up. That's 
five weeks away. We're coming up. It's going to come up real quick. Just like, you know, I feel like. Oh, I got something for you. Did you watch the quarterback series on Netflix? Dog, I'm the one that told you to watch it. Okay, it was number one on Netflix. And I watched Peyton Manning on Pat Mack. You didn't tell me. I don't live under a rock. Yeah, because I was like, you watched the series quarterback? You were like, no. Not yet. What, and then I watched that? it all what's in that? Like day, basically. I just couldn't stop. I'm like, what's that? I don't know what that is. And it I put you on. And it was just like a Patrick Mahomes like documentary, basically. Like, Bro, I okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it a buck. I have not watched the last episode because I know it's just gonna be a Patrick Mahomes cock riding fest because they're already at the like they're already past, you know, in the season far enough where the Super Bowl is. Or Marcus is in the last four episodes of the show. Like they're not just going to keep filming Kirk and <laughs> and uh, Mariota on the last episode for the Super Bowl. No, they're going to have 10 minutes of them and 45 minutes of, you know, Mahomes riding some D riding there. So oh, I haven't, I haven't even, I haven't even watched that last episode because I already know how it's, how it, how it's going to be. I was pretty depressed watching the last episode because I remembered all the takes that I had about the Eagles, and I was 100% sure that the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl, and they did not. And when I rewatched it, I was I was remembering why I was so upset at why we lost and, and how we lost. But overall, let me ask you this, because I've always liked Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk Cousins because he went to Michigan State. I think he's a good football player. He put up record, personal record numbers last year. Does this series at all make you like Kirk Cousins anymore? And you you have to be honest, because I know you're going to lie. What would be my lie? What would I say? Yes or no? That you don't feel like it made you, you like him anymore after the series? Oh, I do like him. If anything, I like him more. You like him more? Or you liked him before? I thought you hated Kirk Cousins. Hey, hey, Kirk Cousins. I was like, I right. we we're on I. Right. I like. There's some Kirk respect Cousins there. Do I think Kirk Cousins wins a Super Bowl? And he win one, yeah. He can. He has the ability to. It's just a matter of can, you know, he be in the right situation. I think it's a pretty good situation right now. Mm, they just lost Dalvin Cook. Their defense, their defense obviously sucks. Um, they do have Justin Jefferson. They do. So I mean, but yeah, it's not the greatest situation. I think he can win a Super Bowl. I think that first year head coach, uh, I don't even remember his name, but first year head coach last year, Kevin O'Donnell. Yeah, him. He, uh, old Kevy. He, uh, I think after a couple seasons, can put something together. I think Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook is a big hit. You know something? I like Kirk Cousins. I've always I liked him more after the series. Though he was awesome, just super nice guy. I mean, can't hate a super nice guy. And I love that his wife dresses him to everything, which is hilarious. They kind of made a big thing about that, which I thought was funny. Uh, one thing I didn't like, I 
still don't like Mahomes' wife. Still don't like her. Pretty unbelievable how like deep that uh, dislike goes for me. I don't. I just even after the series is like I still don't like you. It's at all. <laughs> it's kind of like I think it's more of anger towards Patrick Mahomes because it's kind of like, damn dude, you could have had your pick at the litter and she's the one dude like that we gotta see all the time now and whatnot bro come on i mean it's some of that but it's more like i still can't get over the fact that she was like i mean the brother too like i can't do the brother like the brother bothers the shit out of me but it's it's more like i just i can't get over her spraying the champagne bottle on the freezing fans after that win like i can't get over that like that that bothered me so much because I was just like, you were, it was, it was such a level of ignorance and like, just look at me, look at me that like bothered the shit out of me. Like, I don't know why I can't get past it. Like I just can't though. It just still bothers me. Like I have no issue with her personality. I have no issue with how like passionate she is, but when she starts to like, when she did something like that, it just is like, who are you? Like, you know, like you're the wife of like all the other wives sit in the stands like they're all like normal, right? Like they cheer, they do whatever. I mean, Mariota's chef was like he had a funny scene that he was in the game and he was like cheering him on. The person, the the ladies sitting next to him were like kind of giving him a weird side eye, but they didn't know that they were on like a Netflix series at that time. Like, I'm totally fine with that. But she's just like, I don't know. And the brother was even funnier because the brother was like. They didn't show he basically didn't show up to any of the games except for the Super Bowl. He was there for the Super Bowl. And even in the Super Bowl, like in the last episode, he wasn't sitting in his chair. Like in the beginning, he was, but then he like got up and he just wasn't there until basically they won. He like showed back up. But that was what was strange to me. I'm like, bro, if my brother's in the Super Bowl, I am glued. I'm glued to watching this game. Like, there's no way. Even he could win it. My brother could be Tom Brady. And I'm still at six and seven going to watch it, bro. I'm still glued. Like, that's just so bizarre to me. Like, that, that like, dynamic in that family is, like, how do you not, I don't know, soak it in in a way? Like, it, it, I know they are, but it's more just, like, they don't show it where they're, like, soaking it in. It's more of, like, a, like we earn this sort of thing. It's like, nah, dude, like, you married Patrick Mahomes. Your brother's to Patrick Mahomes, who is, like, God-given arm, bro. Like, how? How? And then the dad rolls in and you're just all kind. Now you're just all sorts of confused about this family because pops walks in. He's a G bro. He's like, you know, he's, he's on that, he's on that mountain yak. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, how did Patrick cornball Mahomes come from that guy? Dude, more importantly, how does his brother come from that guy? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Because you're right, like his dad is super cool, but his brother's like groping women in a restaurant, like kind of thing. Like that's it's just like so bizarre. But yeah, I I love Kirk Cousins after the series. Can't get over the wife still. I don't know why. Mariota though, I don't know if I feel bad for him. Like I don't know. I kind of I like the story they built up in the beginning for him, but overall, I just ultimately like looked at it and I was like. I mean, you get benched and then you just totally bail on the team. Like that's not, it's not professional. Like you go get surgery, like right after you get benched. I just, 
I'll never pretend to know what it's like to be a pro athlete, but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of, it's a weird move, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think too much of that. I, I wasn't too hard on him because it's like, you know, obviously if you're, there's nothing hopeful for the season still, you're getting benched for the young guy. Yeah. They're going to keep him in for the rest of the year. You might as well take care of your business, get yourself healthy. So that way, when training camp comes back around, you can kick his ass. That's true. Yeah, but he's he's on the Eagles now. He's back up to Jalen. Mariota? Yeah. No, it's in the last episode. I didn't even know that either until the last episode where he got traded. Or he signed. I don't think he got traded. I think he signed. Um, yeah, he's back up to Jalen now, which I'm cool with. Like, that's... I mean, he's he's a solid quarterback. Like he's not good, but he's solid. Won the Heisman. You know, pretty pretty cool guy. Level headed, seems like. You know, got surgery. Hopefully he's better. I don't know. But I'm curious who they're gonna get next year. Like I hope they get like somebody like Dak. Like if they got somebody like Dak and then we got like Jerry Jones on the show. I just love any amount of Jerry Jones I can get because that man is ridiculous. I love him. He's so funny. I got you. Right here. I know one of them's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, did they already announce Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Oh, that's badass. Hold up. Oh, you got him? Oh, nice. I didn't know they announced it. I wonder if it's like... I mean, they're going to... They they already leveled up with Aaron Rodgers. Watch them do Patrick Mahomes again. It'd be so funny. I hope they stick with the three, though. I felt like three was a healthy balance. Like, if they do more than that... It's a little bit much. The only reason I'd see for them to do more than that is if it was like deep playoff contention. And maybe they can see that based on the viewership numbers towards the end where it truly was just like a Patrick Mahomes show. Like they found little slippets to put Kirk Cousins in, but Marcus Mariota, I don't even think was in the last like two or three episodes, which I don't blame him. Like, what are you going to video? Like, what is he, what is he really doing? So, but I, I really enjoyed the series. I thought it was cool. It's like they did the drive to survive and they've done the golf one. And then they did like a tour de France one. And this one is in a way like a little bit different. And I like that because it's not as like drama heavy. It's more like they they talk, they pick three of them and then it's like their family life, how they balance everything, how they study the plays. Like I liked how they talked about the chiefs, like forming plays, like where they came up with them, like how they came up with the names and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I like that they brought the coaches in. It didn't bring any of the teammates, though, which was kind of weird. Like, I really expected, like, a Justin Jefferson appearance or something like that. Like, a Travis Kelsey, of all people. Like, but never brought him in. It was just... I guess that makes sense, though, because it is quarterbacks. So, I was really hopeful that eventually we would get, you know... I guess that's kind of the crux of the show, though. So, I do, I do enjoy that it's just the quarterbacks. Because they d- really dig deep into the plays and the like studying and the family and daily life and things like that. So are you struggling over there to find them? I'm struck, dude. I swear I saw somewhere like Pat McAfee or something that they announced the quarterbacks. I remember one of them's Aaron Rodgers. Gotta be Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. That'd be hilarious. Apparently he's lost like 30 pounds or some shit like that. Good for him. Proud of him for losing 30 pounds. 
hopefully it uh, impacts his ability to play the game of football because last year he was utterly terrible. But I'm not hmm. sure if the Broncos are going to be anything. We'll see. Mm, it's, them, I, it's the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Broncos, and who's the fourth team in that division? Chargers. Chargers, yeah, so they're fourth again. Well, they might beat the Raiders. They might be third. Dude, I cannot find it, I guess. I must have – I don't know. You've been tripping. Yeah, I must have been tripping. I swear I thought I – I don't know. Hmm. But they do have a list of – apparently they're tracking down who um, has turned it down. So I can narrow the – narrow the field, but apparently nobody wants to do it. Mm. Yeah, so this is interesting. It looks like uh, there's been these players that have turned it down. Joe Burrow, which is fair. Uh, Justin Fields, Sam Howell, uh, who's the Washington Commanders quarterback. Jalen Hurts, hate that. Mar Jackson, Dak Prescott, bummer. Geno Smith, Tua Tagovailoa. So the possibilities are Desmond Ritter, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen would be a good one. Bryce Young would be fun. Deshaun Watson, eh. Russell Wilson <laughs> would be fun. Jared Goff, Jordan Love, CJ Stroud. I don't think Deshaun Watson is getting asked. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I think I think that's just an automatic this. like here. I'll I'll share this with you so you can you can take a look at this. The the, the show turn Deshaun Watson down, not the other way around. Yeah, I was going to say, there's these 22, though, right here. So I'm thinking Josh Allen's a pretty good one. I don't think Kyler Murray's going to do it. I think Josh Allen's a pretty good one. I could see Bryce Young doing something like that. Maybe. Isn't Kyler Murray out all year? I don't know. Or was this this past year? This past year, he was injured all season. Let's see. Kyler Murray injury. He's rehabbing, it looks like. Yeah, suffered an ACL injury December 12th. So, yeah, he'll probably be out most of the season, too, then. Um, and they wouldn't put him. Yeah, I think Josh Allen's a good contender. Russell Wilson would be fun. But Russell Wilson's kind of like what I know is like a control freak. So I couldn't imagine that he would trust his image with like something like that, you know, like unless his name was on it. I think Aaron Rodgers is number one you have to definitely um i think kenny pickett would be a fun one no um so we got aaron Rodgers, josh allen matthew stafford no we already got two we got one old guy transitioning i think herbert yeah maybe herbert or trevor lawrence Jared Goff. No, not Jared. Not Jared Goff. Has to be a young guy. Trevor Lawrence. Bryce Young. Yeah, so Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, because the whole idea is like they did a really good job in season one getting three quarterbacks with like different aspects in their career, different perspectives of like you know, you got Patrick Mahomes. They expect greatness out of him. He is has expectations of Super Bowl, Super Bowl winning caliber team. Kirk Cousins, a really good quarterback, 
hasn't had that playoff success, hasn't been able to take it to the next level. And then you got Marcus Mariota kind of got benched, traded around, and trying to find his way back. I think Herbert's a good third runner, though. Herbert instead of Trevor Lawrence would be a good one. I just know, I mean, you could you could take out Josh Allen. I know Aaron Rodgers, number one, has to be, like, number one on the list because it's perfect. Yeah, it's everything. Everybody wants to know how the transition to the new team is going. And, you know, that's just. They got hard knocks this year, too. Yeah. Oh, that's this. uh, That's this week. That's or next week. August 8th. Mm -hmm. A week from today, sir. Oh, that's awesome. Next Tuesday. Let's go. I love that. That's really when football starts for me, bro, is. Season finale is September 5th, two days before the kickoff, bro. Take me home country road. I love that. That is exactly what we need to carry us through August. Yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence would be going. Justin Herbert, uh, Aaron Rodgers, obviously. I wouldn't hate Matthew Stafford, but I kind of got enough of him in the hard knocks when they did that with the COVID thing. Um I mean, Russell Wilson would be fun. And then, yeah, Josh Allen. So those are, I guess, my five, if I've listed five or six. So Garoppolo's yeah. a top candidate, too, in my humble opinion. Really? Yeah, if, you know, changing vet, changing to another team, getting traded, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty ballsy of Mariota to take it, honestly, after trading to a team. Like, I feel like that would be a distraction I wouldn't want, you know? Like, to be... Have it to be dealing with that throughout the season. Just another yeah. Thing. But I feel like season one isn't going to be as bad because nobody knew about it. But now that now that it came out, everybody knows about it. It's like, oh, okay, he has you know, hey, he has the the that show that everybody watches. They filming him. I wonder when they announce. It'll be next off season anyway when it comes out. So, but yeah, I love that show, dude. I thought it was really good. They did a good job with it. And then yeah, we got Hard Knocks, dude. Hard Knocks is gonna be sick coming up. It's football time, bro. Football time. It is football time. I'm excited, man. Thursday, and then we got Hard Knocks next Tuesday. Yes, sir. We're going in. What else is there? What else is there? Is it? There's a couple other things. What do we feel? Uh, I'm drafting Lamar Jackson again this year. I think that's without going without saying, you know, I'll probably draft him in the third round. Um, he's going to put up 30 points a game. You know, I'm going to kick your ass in the first game of the season. No comment. Uh-huh. All right. We'll keep talking then. Oh, uh, that's, that's, dude, that's everything I got. We're, uh, we're coasting here. I like your green screen behind you, though. <laughs> the green screen. Let me ask you this real quick before we go. Verlander signs today to the Astros. What do we think about that? Do we like that? Um, um, season. He he's kind of, yeah he's been injured a decent amount. Um, but I'm pumped. I mean, in a way, we kind of won at the end because we wanted to keep Verlander. We just knew the price was going to be too high. Yeah. So now we it's essentially we loaned him away for a little bit. Now we get him back. And he's getting the money he wants. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if this was all set up. 
Because cool. now he's he's getting the money set up. Like he's getting the money he wants. Astros don't really they force the Mets to pay a huge chunk of it. Mm. Yeah. And they have him for two and a half more years. Like that works. Astros Going they they got him a bag there. They 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 some sneaky ones there. Well, I love that. Hopefully it's enough to push us over the top. We still got like 60 games left, so hopefully we get there. Yeah, I think uh Ver Verlander hasn't had the best season, but I think now that he's back where he belongs in Houston, I think I think he's gonna he's gonna come back to that, to them Cy Young ways. I'm all right with it. I just wanted to get that in before we were done. But that's everything I got. Hey. Me too. All right, two fans, you want to find us? Slice Devils Pod, Slice Devils Podcast. Every week, coasting on the way to the football season. And uh, we will see you next time.